Hey, 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 it's MMA and Beyond, episode 40. We talk fights, the fight game mindset, and whatever else comes up. Big weekend. The big fight, it happened. A fight happened afterwards. Let's talk about the fight. We've got Ray in the studio. We've got Dr. Sherry in the studio. I'm Steve Maribola. We've got a special guest, Chris Camozzi's in the studio. He brought a big, big fan he base. Big, big fan base. Bro, huge fights. Huge fights. I don't. I don't think it went any way that surprised me, other than the afterwards. But the fight itself, I would like to say that I called it. Oh wait, I yeah. thought I thought Dr. Fourth Sherry round. called it. Fourth round Both submission. Is? All right. Yeah. I know I had the third round, but congrats to that. I say we name this episode. The real estate agent ain't that bad after all, is he? <laughs> I mean, come on, man. I mean, he didn't... I tell you what, he's not tapping to a neck crank. He's definitely not I'll tapping tell to a you neck that crank. He's not tapping to I a mean, neck crank at all. And I think that was a big and statement for Raul. One day's up. notice, trained for a three-round fight, and he did way better than this guy who had a full camp. Look, here's the first thing to me. The story of this fight, on at least from a certain uh, way you're looking at it, is they're both 30 years old. They're both in their prime. They both had full training camps, and the guy just couldn't do it. Period. He got mauled. He got Wasn't mauled. Wasn't even close. He, he got mauled. You know, and that's the thing. You know, you had two guys fighting at the time they should be fighting. Not a guy coming off a fishing boat. Not a guy on a week's notice. Not a guy that's six years past his prime. Two guys at the top of their game fighting when they should be fighting. And he just couldn't do it. No sign of ring rust. No anything. It was it was exactly as you're saying. And and I, I agree 100%. I even see before coming on, I saw Joe Rogan's post, and he said something similar. We said, listen, never mind the post-fight antics, but this was just Khabib showing different levels. I mean, this was a mauling. And it, and it was clear. It was what most people saw, which is why he yeah. was the what, why he was the favorite. But again, a huge gap. It, it wasn't, for me, to see a rematch, I'm not sure why. It wasn't even close. No, doesn't it? Look, first off, there's too many other guys in line that I think I think Ferguson would be a great fight for. I would Look, love that fight. At this stage of the game, give Al a full training camp. Give him a full training camp. Now we know what we're up against. I think that'll be a great fight. You know what I mean? I'd love to tackle that fight. But to be a rematch, definitely not. You know, especially with what happened after. And somebody's going to have to step in and you know, create some rules of what's going on because there's, there's a double standard. This guy, but we're not even, even in the fight, I mean, knees the guy in the head on the floor, nothing holds happens, holding the, the fence, holds the gloves. What else, What do you, they drove this poor guy nuts, Khabib. They drove him nuts. I mean, look, he was a gentleman at the weigh-ins. He was a gentleman at the press conference. Why you keep poking the bear? Like what? Like to, 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 to act though. like you're surprised what this guy did. I'm not saying... I condone it. I don't agree with it, but you can't tell me you don't understand why he did what he did. The guy got tortured. I mean, would you let anybody else? First of all, would you let any other pre-fight videos and and, and the hype include a, a a crime that was committed? No, definitely not. Here's the here's <laughs> the deal. Again, let's go. Crime. Let's go back. If it's Ray Borg that threw that fucking dolly, this fight's not even happening. So they really gotta they really gotta come up with some stuff and answer some questions and for the first time don't let money dictate where 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 your morals go man you have to have some sort of core values that say you know what I, I this this is just too much 
You know, I mean, why would Nevada let this guy fight after doing that? Why did they let him fight? Now they're gonna they're gonna bust the other guy's balls. They're gonna break Khabib's chops. They, they haven't why? paid him a penny yet. Yeah, why? You let Connor's a convicted a convicted felon fight. Why is that? And then you expect something good to come of it? Tortures the guy. They let the guy promote his stuff. They let him act and you know piss on the guy's religion. religion. Piss on it, the guy's. Had it been father. the other way around? Yeah, I, I don't know. I just <laughs> like again. I don't agree. I'm not saying I'm condoning it, but the emotional side of me is. That's exactly what I expected. What do you want? I mean, look, I we have level-headed guys around. You attack somebody in the group, I can guarantee you that level heads will not be level anymore. It's just, it's just the human nature at this point. You know, they really tortured this guy bad. I don't think nothing should happen to this guy. You know, I, I think that Khabib was disappointed. Connor tapped. I think that he wanted to punish him even more. I think that he wasn't nearly done. I think he gave away the third round, but I don't think he was nearly done doing damage. I really do think he said, I want to change his face, kind of wants to steal his soul. I really felt like he wanted to do that, and he was disappointed that Connor tapped to that neck crank, and he wasn't done. And, and again, Dylan Dennis seems to be a shit stirrer and, um, and just, just, 100%. Just, just caught him. Just caught him. I mean, Kamozi, just... chime in. I'm doing a lot of talking. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree with you guys. I think, uh, well, Dylan Dennis got his name out there. Nobody ever heard sure of him did. really. Well, and did he of... do something similar at the uh, at the the Mayweather fight? He was involved in something too. No, was he, he was, yeah, know. he was up on stage. He did something. Isn't Con but but didn't Connor jump into a? Yeah, he attacked a ref at a Bellator fight. <laughs> yeah. Right. Guess what happened to him? He, he got. Guess what happened to I him? I don't know. He, he absolutely nothing. He, he committed what was akin to an, a terrorist attack in Brooklyn, and he yeah. got the, the highest uh, marketing payout in yeah. history. So I don't... I'm, like super, again, I'm yeah. super curious to see what plays out with Khabib legally, you know, if he gets it worse than Connor did. Um, I don't know. It's interesting. Like you said, there's a double standard for everything. So I mean, far, they're holding his money. Um, but again, I the know. look, I like... Bob, said, I, I really like Bob Bennett a lot. He's got to really... He's got to dig down deep and really figure out what he's going to do. I mean, look, at the weigh-in, right? The guy's got his arm extended. He really punches the guy's arm hard. Could have definitely hurt his wrist, took away one of his tools, tried to kick the guy in the face. Any any repercussions from that? Is it So is the message that you could hit another guy at the weigh-ins? Just make it even for everybody. Well, the, is that the message that you want to send out? It's okay to hit a guy. At the weigh-ins, because this is what's happening, man. I mean, I, I don't get it's it. It's the message that goes on with it goes on with everything, which is what most of the fighters had a problem with to begin with. That there's a rule set for Conor McGregor, and then another one for everybody else. Yeah, I think yeah, there's yeah. also. Yeah, go ahead, Doc. No, go. go ahead. No, go. No, we were just uh, while Doc's talking, we're 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 showing the Bellator event in which Conor McGregor jumped into the. Oh yeah, he rushed the cage, he right? Rushed and the jumped cage in. and jumped in. I don't think he was even cornering, right? He was no, just he in was the just crowd. there. Yeah. yeah, I think the uh, UFC itself yeah. bears a lot of responsibility for what happened by the way they promoted this. I think they have a social responsibility. Kids look up to these fighters, you know, and, and they're role models for them. And I think that they need to start deciding which way they really want to go. And obviously the entertainment versus the real fighter model is just not – it's dysfunctional at this well, point. Well, and, it's not, and you saying role model isn't even – isn't even debatable in the sense that last night's antics after the fight, the the seemingly endless fights and arrests that happened around Vegas, that 
really amount to you know gang wars basically exactly. yeah. just depending what color fl- shirt you wear what color flag you happen to have on what group of people you happen to be with um there's endless videos if you go to the mma sites the different pages there's endless videos of just brawl after brawl after brawl just happening just in vegas in general i mean and it's uh this guy that they're showing now the guy with the the shirt who's back towards us in, in about a minute he gets knocked clean and uh you know, this is someone could get really hurt. It makes you it makes you appreciate once again if you guys want to look back at Matt Sarah subduing someone in Vegas. It makes you appreciate when somebody could be cool, calm, and level headed and not cause damage. What we were seeing last night is the complete uh, the complete opposite. So look at this, Ray. We're watching a video, and it's easy to find, folks. If you go to any whatever your favorite MMA uh, page forum is, you'll see the videos. And what you're seeing <laughs> is right now. In this video, Irish people on two sides and the Russians grouping in the middle, almost like this is uh, the movie Gladiator, and they're they're trying to fend off the two sides. You're, you're, it's they're grouping in the middle. Yeah, I mean, I know where all the security was. Yeah, <laughs> and everybody looks very concerned. They're all everybody's filming everybody yeah. else. I mean, it's just it's literally it's a, it's it's literally forty fifty people. Each with their phones out, <laughs> filming. filming I don't even, is anybody violence. fighting in this group? Oh, there they go. Yeah, one guy. I mean, gets one guy actually put it. his phone down to throw a punch. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible. What happened? Uh, do you remember a long time ago? Strike Force, Diaz's and Mayhem, Jake Shields. You remember that when they started fighting yeah, in the cage? Yeah, Do yeah. you guys remember? Was there any repercussions for that for those guys? Well, that's a good question. What was that at a time where I think that this one's a little bit more surprising because the UFC has gone out of its way to become this sport, to, to sell itself as a valid sport, as opposed to when everyone just said, oh, it's just cage fighting. And so I think that this one sticks out more because, again, like Dana White was saying, the, the mayor's here. Like that. Like no, the, the governor. Yeah, the no, governor's no, here. The, yeah. the, the, the governor's here. There's you know celebrities everywhere. There's people with kids in the audience. And, and uh, listening, we talked on Thursday, we talked about uh, Joe Rogan's conversation with Brendan Schaub and and they were talking about different things one of the things they talked about was Schaub saying you know I'm not going to go to this fight and Rogan was kind of almost mocking him like why not buddy are you paranoid he's like no I just two countries they don't like each other I just think something's going to happen in this group it's like look they had it's like going to a a, a competitive soccer game overseas you know you you could be in the wrong section for sure they had extra security that we know and the guy again before Khabib jumped over that fence the one of the athletic commission guys had him. He just uh, he leaped over that cage. He really did. He's, he's the eagle. Yeah, he, he, he looked like an eagle going over. They're gonna have to start putting uh, a Dana roof said on that, that cage. the governor had to run out. I think he was running to see his accountant, see how much money the state made off the fight. <laughs> right. And that's where he was. That's why he was running. He was quick to see how, how much, much he money. could find the UFC. Yeah. On but top here's of that. the big question: If there was a rematch. Do they use this footage to promote the fight? 100%. Here's the question. hundred percent. Why they use they use the bus? How could they? They're appalled. Because they're they c- appalled at what happened. Because they, I'm they, disgusted. They either have to use this or the mauling that was the fight yeah, right. <laughs> to sell the rematch. And this would be more more likely to gain a rematch than to see what what he did to to Connor for for those four I, rounds. I, well, I, they, gotta, I gotta tell you, man. I I I feel for Khabib. I they tortured that guy. I nothing short of torture to me. And they're surprised that this guy acted out. I'm so I'm blown away how anybody could be surprised. I really am. They tortured this guy. He stood up there, let this guy bark at him for an hour. 
on national TV or whatever was covering that thing. He stood there, calm, cool, and collective, got punched at the weigh-in, didn't do a thing, didn't swing back, just took it. What do you want? When it came time to fight, guess who showed up? Khabib. And that emotion, when you're fighting, I think Bisbing was saying this, and I agree, when you're fighting, your adrenaline is pumping, man. You, You saw this guy when he was himself. He was able to control himself. Now you're in the biggest fight of your life. The adrenaline, the emotions are all over the place. I cut the guy some slack, man. He lost his mind. He said, look, even I like what he said. It's not the best version of me. I, I don't know. Yeah, but you know what? He was in a situation where he was driven to the brink of insanity. And I, that's what you let that happen. This is what happens. I mean, but what, what's what's so interesting is, is, again, the perspective and the narrative that goes along with it. When Connor did it. It's like, hey, man, he saw one of his guys getting bullied, and yeah, he got yeah. together, and they just, just the way that these guys grew up, they, they came over, and yeah, it's hey, shocking. Hey, hey listen, at, least, that's that's... At, least, at least this was face-to-face. Yeah. They weren't trapped in a bus <laughs> well, he does, yeah. he's... With, with right. getting things hurled at him, a dolly, you know? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's definitely... I, I'm, I'm not sure what's going to happen with it. I know Dan, at last, I think Dana White said he's not sure what the status of the belt's going to be. Um, to As we started this show, Khabib still hadn't received even a penny for the fight itself. Connor's been paid in full. Uh, and the conversation continues, more so about the post-fight then, than the, than the fact that we have, well, at this moment, we had a champion who is just on a completely different level than everybody Absolutely. else. We also have a Connor who... Who is the argument being made that maybe if he doesn't get those hand-picked people or he doesn't get a Chad Mendez on, on who was fishing the week before, that that's he is quite problem. beatable? Because I'll tell I you what that... I think. You know this better than I do, Ray, and maybe I'm just uh, – maybe I'm aggrandizing Ally Quinta a little bit, but, but maybe not. But Al hits – Connor with that same right that put him on his ass from yeah, Khabib, yeah, yeah. he's not getting out. He finishes him out. He's not getting out. Khabib definitely. put you on your ass with that overhand right. Al throws an overhand right, and you are not yeah. getting out from that. And so, uh, for me, it's it's a uh, Khabib just is on a different a different level altogether. I would love to see Al have a full training camp, knowing that that uh, he's fighting Khabib at the end of that camp, <laughs> as opposed to you know a lot of people write it off and they say, well, he did have a full training camp. He just switched the opponent in a day. And, That's and, not and how that works. T- and they had the two rounds. <laughs> yeah. Chris, as a fighter, how would that feel? That's how not do how you that think, works. I mean, think of what Al did. A completely he different for three strategy. Round, three rounds, hadn't fought in how long? When was his last fight before that? That was, the, his, that was his, like a year ago? That was yeah. his longest, yeah. yeah. Yeah, think about it, right? And that was like adding a whole nother against fight. Against the best guy in the world who's mauled his last five people to death. Yeah. One day right. notice. I, 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 like, like I think it's incredible. Completely different strategy. And yeah. If it was a three, twice as long. if it was a three round <laughs> yeah. fight, if right. it was a three round fight, I would listen to those people. But adding two rounds that you know you didn't train for, that's a ballsy motherfucker, man. Right. That's a guy would have said. That's why. Look. That's and why Khabib doing said, better than anyone did against look, him. Look. That's Ever. why. That's why Khabib said that this is a real gangster. You know why? He's not quitting. And Khabib, you know what? When you're fighting a guy, right, even in the street. There's a mutual respect. You know who's a dog and who's not a dog. And Khabib really sensed this guy's not going nowhere, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, yeah. he, he knows that. And, and I think that he was, he, he was, he seemed almost indifferent to Al 
uh, before it and, and gain that respect. I really think that if Connor had taken the beating that Khabib wanted to give him or was was choked unconscious or something, I think that Khabib would have simmered a little bit. I think that after all the talking, after calling him a Dagestani rat, after right. ratting out his dad, after and then you choke to you tap to a neck crank. Exactly. There's there, you, you. I think he, if I anything, think he lost respect. even more respect. I yeah, mean, right. fighters are like, dude, right, really, right. please give me that neck crank. Yes, right. it hurts. Yes, it's horrible. But yeah, exactly. Not tapping. You're taking my head off. And so uh, I think that that all added to it. I think Khabib, after all that shit talking, the fact that he went out like that, that simply. Um, well, it's not that he went out like that. It. It's not the first time he went out like that either. No. You know what I mean? That's the other thing. The other thing, as a tell, by the way, anyone who ever fights Conor McGregor again, as a tell, 100% of the time he strikes the person at the faceoff, he loses. Really? He get When he gets angry enough, he did it to Nate Diaz, he swiped his hand, lost. He did it to he did it to Khabib, lost. One hundred percent of the time, he's that emotional at, at at the weigh-ins. You're in his head. Well, I started thinking that he was so over the top that he kind of knew he wasn't winning this fight. I think that's why he went over the top with this. And and I got to tell you, a world tour probably would have favored him because it would have given him another ten times to get in this guy's head. Because he, I'm going to say this. That guy could sell a fight, oh, man. Yeah. I got to tell you, like, he, I, look, I'm, I was excited. I, for I'm it. not saying I'm good, but I had, you know, Khabib winning. But if I tell you that, even I was like, is there any possible? I mean, like, I was going against my own logic because this guy's so freaking convincing. I'm gonna inject you know, the what I like and, to and call again, that the Munkin's mom effect. Yeah, I was rolling. Yeah, I was yeah. rolling with Ryan Munkin the other day. I said, "Listen, I'm really trying to push this as the Munkin's mom effect." Yeah, yeah. So but, he's so good that he Munkin mom effect. Yeah, yeah. He so I mean, it's like everybody. Yeah, right. So I'm, it's not even like he's convincing me that he's good. It's like. Is he getting in Khabib's head enough to make him make some bad mistakes? Like, you know, that's what I was trying to, you know, figure out. And I you had all these psychologists. Like, I thought Khabib handled that whole thing great. And I think I said it, you know, on the other podcast, too. I think this guy's seen shit that he knows when a guy's just, you know, it's like a fucking guy to, who's talking out on the street. He's talking too much. Guess what? It's not real. Well, you know, he's Khabib sees it as work. So you can tell because of the way he acted afterwards. He, he actually, you can now see that he compartmentalizes mm -hmm. that for whatever his life don't you has been. Don't you appreciate a guy that just sits there and just says, let's just see what happens when we get in the cage. Because he's at work. I yeah. mean, isn't that, isn't that better? Because yeah. he's at work, right? And the second his work was done, he turned into a person. Exactly. And that's when he showed that emotion. Who was night. the other Irish guy that just got kicked in the head and he was doing great? That kid, James something? Gallagher. 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 Yeah, what, good good fighter. But, man, yeah. what goes over the top, he jumps in the guy's face and then he gets, you know. Knocked out. They shit beat out of him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one of these guys going to fucking learn. Like, how do you deal with that? I don't give a fuck how much money you have. You know, it's like damn Yankees. You know, you're selling your soul to the devil, man. <laughs> I don't give a shit. How I don't I don't care. It's like health is wealth. If you're not healthy, you could have a billion dollars. It just doesn't fucking matter. And it's the same thing with your core. You know what I mean? If you don't have those values, I, I it might not it might not look like it, but I do believe there is absolutely no way you're a piece for yourself. You know, it's almost like I'd rather be hated for who I am. Than liked for what I'm not, you know yeah. what I mean. And this, I don't give a fuck how much money this guy has. You just got pissed on. It, it can't 
Nothing is going to cover that. You could say it. If you're a money guy, you're going to go, oh, yeah, this guy's retarded. I'd rather be fucking broke. I really would. <laughs> right, I'd rather right. be broke. Right. I don't, I don't get it. You know, I mean, he's got to go back and address what, you know, jumping around. I, I don't know. I, I just, man, if he wouldn't just said, look, let's just fight it out and see who wins, there's not a problem, but it's the antics. That really make this worse. That yeah, he so brings it to every level. Yeah. yeah. And I, I get what you said about, you know, there's a lot of respect for sitting there and saying, we'll see what happens in the cage. But then again, you need that guy like Connor to sell the fight. Because if you have two guys sitting there saying, we'll see what happens when we fight, nobody's tuning in. Yeah. You know, look how many people they got for the weigh ins, the press conference. Yeah. Amazing. It yeah, does. Is, how many and times again, can you go to that well if you're getting your ass kicked? Exactly. As bad that's that's going to be the question, though. That's well, the, the question. Can he do that again? When yeah. are people look? The Mayweather fight was a joke. The guy carried him. There is, I mean, people <laughs> that really thought May that Connor was winning that fight, and that guy was forty. Yeah. Again, you put a thirty-year-old uh, Mayweather in there, and they're at the same weight. That guy's getting absolutely destroyed. You got a forty-year-old man in there. I know he's great. He hadn't fought in a couple of years, but he's <gasps> fucking forty. And you couldn't, I, I don't know, I put, I'll, I'll, there's a million guys that are doing that. Yeah. I mean, Mayweather, no, he's been in the gym a thousand times, a thousand years, man. He, he could carry and do that. Who People really thought McGregor was going to win that fight. Based on what? Oh, a ton of people did. A lot of people I knew did. I I was like, I'll, I'll bet you anything you want that on that fight. You know, and then, then even after the fight, you see the uppercut he landed? He landed he, what about the uppercut? Yeah. Guy landed one punch <laughs> in the fight. Yeah. He one gassed out, guy he gassed been, out yeah. throwing punches. Not even I don't even I don't even know what I'm looking at. The thing, yeah, McGregor is a genius at selling the fight. So I'm actually Unbelievable. Inter- I'm interested to see you'll see the genius he is, how he spins this when he comes out, you know. You remember when Chael uh what he got submitted by Anderson in the fifth round and he came out and he's like, Oh, I thought we were you know, I won four rounds and I tapped out and I thought that was one round. You know, like the yeah. whole spin he put on it I was, was hilarious. I was to the round, not yeah. the fight. Yeah. I'll tell you, the difference. Yeah. The spin on the, it was hilarious. The, the, and... Yeah, well, Chael's funny, but the difference is Chael was winning that fucking fight. Yeah, I mean, he, he was, was legitimately. He was so close I was watching that fight going, wow, this guy is, he's losing. Anderson, he's beating the shit out of the guy, you know, but. Well, I'm interested to see what he comes with now because he's, you know, he's got to make money well, again. Well, Khan is more real than Chael. Chael's. You know, yeah. he's he's a WWE. But you he's got to spin it some way, right? To make himself relevant. Uh, he's going to say, you know. If he has a rematch clause. No, he did it with Diaz. You know, he didn't conserve his, you know, energy consumption. He'll come up with a couple of. Well, he said he went up too much weight. Yeah, he had right. some yeah. outs there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll he's do got the same no thing with this. this he's one, seen so. a couple of things while he was in there, but he couldn't exploit them. He's going to have to you make know. something. He's, I, look, I think, look, McGregor 100% is a fighter. He's he's he is a he is a fighter, but at the end of the day, and I, I and I give him kudos because you know they arrested a couple of Khabib's guys, and he didn't want to press charges, yep. and you know what I mean. He's not a you definitely to- can't press charges. Yeah. You lose all credibility. After <laughs> well, that. well, that's what I'm saying. But there are guys that would have. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you know, Sarah had that incident. You know where the guy was a fucking steroid head, and he started that fucking fight, and Matt ended up biting the guy's ear off. The guy sues Matt. For what reason? It's a fucking fight. <laughs> Dummy, what do you want to happen? Uh, you want a ref to break you up? Why are you, su- why are you suing this guy when you started the fight? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think I give up to McGregor for that, man. He definitely oh, wasn't going to do that. And I think at the end of the day, 
if he was given the chance, he would have given it up to Khabib, but he doesn't realize how far he pushed this guy over <laughs> the edge. Because, <laughs> I mean, look, he had a chance to stand when Khabib was, then when Khabib, when he tapped and Khabib stood up and he was standing over him yelling, that guy wasn't even budging. No. He was just sitting down there. I mean, he, he wasn't out. He wasn't in Russia. He, yeah, he, oh. he looked at him first and then he looked away. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I I really enjoyed that moment yeah. because I I, I mean very a lot of telling stuff. And, yeah, I, I so just don't know how stuff. long. Look, he the, said he was going to starch him and then fight at the garden again. Exactly, <laughs> he had everybody believe, and I'm thinking, oh, man, maybe the guy's going to be on Weidman's card. <laughs> you know what I mean? For a split second, I got to like actually gotta shake my head. In. I got to actually shake my head a couple of times and go, wait, what am I? Let's go back to the facts. You know, like. You know, it was, I don't get it, man. I got to tell you, can he do this again? Can he convince people that he's not going to quit again? He's, he's, I don't know. I, 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 yes, yes. I mean, if you think of what people could be convinced of, absolutely he can. Um, To that degree, I don't know. But for me, I've had a different kind of effect where uh, after Khabib fought with Ali Quint, a lot of people were like, wow, first of all, Al won, even though he lost, he won. I a lot of people a... said, "Holy cow, this guy's tough as nails." Way to After go! After what Incredible. he did to people before Al, hundred percent. And then they was said, "Oh, look, Khabib maybe has some holes." You and Matt Sarah always said, "No, I think you guys are disqualifying." He's got some holes versus someone like Al. Yeah, but and not... Matt 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 did a fucking great job. Incredible, you know, coaching him on the floor during that fight, which that McGregor didn't have that availability man i i tell you i i don't know there's a I, lot to this so it may be look at not just khabib and mcgregor i, I wouldn't want to see the rematch i think uh, i think i heard somebody say you know seven out of ten times khabib would win that but after watching that i think 10 out of 10 times khabib wins that fight my question becomes i really think al could beat mcgregor Oh, without oh, a doubt. Yeah. I, no I think without Al could doubt. beat McGregor. I, I, I think that, that Al should be more in the conversation for with look, the Fergusons and that up there as opposed to McGregor. I think that— Look, look the, blueprint, go fight the blueprint is definitely very clear. Out. Yeah, the blueprint is very clear on this guy. Now, look, first off, in the third round— Khabib stood right in front of him. He got hit. He just doesn't he, have the he gas got hit. anymore. Yeah, he got hit. He just he... doesn't have it. He, he, he He's a very— some of the things he does are very, very technical. He does them better than anybody. But when he's tired, he becomes the sloppiest boxer I've ever seen. I mean, how many left hooks did he get hit with? And I don't even think he saw coming. Or, you know, when you're enduring, you know, it's like fatigue makes cowards of us all. This is the example of it. He he got hit with a right hand from the guy threw it from his fucking ass. Yeah. Like, he didn't see that coming. <laughs> I mean, how do you – here's a guy with great awareness, but once he – once that gas tank is depleted, every attribute just sinks down forty percent, and that's when he's vulnerable, man. And he, I don't, I, I'm saying that he's not correcting that. If he hasn't corrected it now, you're not going to correct it as you get older. You know? I don't think you, I don't know the that. I don't think it's something you learn. You either have it or you don't. Yeah. Kind of thing like, I always say this in the gym. Like you find out who you really are when you're tired. No, oh, whatever. You, you know, there's there's tons of people that will get exhausted and quit and then you have those guys and that's get it, exhausted that's, and they'll keep going but yeah. they're exhausted 
And I don't think that's something you learn. I think I mean, that's... I Quinta didn't stop. Yeah, that's what I mean. I, mean, I don't think you learn that. He, he trained just... for three rounds. He had to go five rounds with that beast. Ugh. He's not tapping ever. You know? He, to, to something like that. To, to something like that. So is there, is there Chris, and, and folks, we're speaking was, with Chris Camozzi yeah. here on MMA and Beyond. If you want to connect with Chris, you could check out Chris Camozzi7 on Instagram or Chris Camozzi on Twitter. Chris is, of course, a former UFC middleweight contender and current glory kickboxing star. His next fight, November 2nd, at the Hammerstein Ballroom here in New York City. Yeah, Camozzi. Also known yeah. as the Manhattan Center. Chris, so when, you, when you're in those situations, when you're, when you're tired, it's, it's been grueling, uh, you're in the later rounds, what, what does – are you talking yourself out of? Quitting? How does that work? What's the, What's the? What's your mind doing at that time? When you're saying you find out who you are, yeah, I is think, it a battle internally, or you just primates turn into primates? Yeah, I think it's just in you, or it's not. I don't know. I never think about quitting. Uh, it never crosses my mind. I don't have to like, talk myself out of it, kind of thing. Um, I don't know. It's just different. I think it's just a mindset of either you have it or you don't. And I don't think I ever learned it along the way. So it's nothing you know. not necessarily conscious that you're like, okay, buddy, we got this. <laughs> yeah. so you're just going and you're doing it. Yeah, yeah. You you go on autopilot at some point. You know, I've been rocked in fights before, and it's that's all autopilot. It uh, yeah. You you could sit down and just give up, or you keep going. And I don't really know well, how to explain. You know, it, it is just... giving up becomes a habit, just like anything else. Yeah, exactly. Like a habit, just like anything else. I think after you, know? you do it once, it's easier yeah. to do after that. You know. I mean. Man, he tapped quick when Diaz put that choke on me, and he wasn't—he didn't try to fight it. That was pretty quick, and this thing was. This was know. a neck crank that he went to tap first. He kind of gave himself permission to tap, yeah, and yeah. then he tapped. Yeah, he just couldn't, yeah, couldn't take it. You know, yeah. it's funny. While I was flip flopping on, you know, that wasn't flip flopping. Obviously, I picked Khabib, but. I go, this guy's doing such a good job. I don't even want to watch, like, the uh, countdown special or anything because they always do something to make you like, oh, this, what am I doing? You know, like, I know better. But, uh, you know, like, supposedly he brought in Jordan Burroughs. That was, that was false. Yeah, and that was false. So yeah. this is this is when somebody sent me a, a tweet that Jordan Burroughs sent, and this is what pushed me over the edge to go, all right, good, I know I'm in the right spot. But he said, <laughs> there's a big difference between being loud and being tough. Don't get it confused. The alpha male isn't always the guy that does the most talking. And as soon as I read that, I go, all right, Khabib's winning the fight. He's, <laughs> he's, he's kind of telling you, yeah. you know, whatever he was supposed to be doing with Jordan Burroughs, it, it didn't go the way he thought it was going. He's a real dude, you know, with real accolades and... You know he's uh he's in a great wrestling. Obviously, he's one well, of the top. Well, it kind of gives credence to when when Connor was training for Floyd and who was it? Paulie Malinaji, was it? Yeah. When he was saying, "Hey, listen, they're they're releasing these little snippets of him hitting yeah. me. Just know that out of the you know hour I was there, those yeah. were the only times he hit me, kind of thing." And 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 just notice, Steve, that a hundred percent he was he had assigned some sort of gag order as to what he could say. Right. You know, like when I found that out, that people that were spawned with Ronda Rousey had to sign gag orders that they couldn't talk about the spawn. I'm like, this, this, it's, it's appalling. Hmm. It's just that, you know, they're building, oh, she's sparring. Because then you say whatever you want. Well, that becomes Oh, she's, she's sparring Olympic level fighters. Right. Well, Killing them. Yeah. You can't even talk to nobody. You can't verify. Yourself. Imagine that. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's what I'm saying. So as soon as, like the Malinaji thing. Who cares? What does that even mean? You comparing Malinaji to Floyd Mayweather? 
right, right. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Like, I don't even know what that – like, McGregor can box. There's no question about it. He just can't beat Floyd Mayweather, and he never like will. Like everybody else. Yeah, right. And, and I tell you, to talk about him fighting Canelo, never going to happen. Because I tell you, I don't think Canelo's – Canelo will go after he's him. Not gonna the him. He's not going to carry him. Canelo's a hitter. Yeah, Canelo's a hitter. He's easy. <laughs> he, that fight never happens, I guarantee you. Ugh. They will have the, 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 the Irish and the Mexican fans yeah. in, in, the, yeah. in the T-Mobile arena for that one. See how that one goes. <laughs> See how that yeah. going. It's just the, the marketing machine, man. They they can – I think – I'm convinced the UFC could make anybody a star that they want with the, the well, marketing I mean, machine behind you. Well, I mean, this kind of proves it. That kind of stuff. Well, I mean, granted, he does his part too, and he, he was the right guy to for them to build and – he talks with it too and, and runs with it. But you know, when the marketing machine is behind you, just like that, like the gag orders and stuff, yeah, like the, awesome. the average gym isn't doing that, you know? Yeah, of course not. That's what's that, the hype. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, they have a laid out plan for these guys to make them stars. Well, yeah, there's no question about it. I mean, the gag order thing is brutal. You know, I think even like when Chris was coming up, you know, there was no gig. He was leaving people laying on the fucking octagon floor when he was coming up. <laughs> right. I mean, you didn't have to put no gig on it. That, that shit travels through the inner circles pretty fucking fast. You know, when yeah. he's walking into Henzo's and he's, he's, I think he was a blue belt and he's just making a mess, people, making a mess out of the place where Dana has to go. I am promoting him to a purple belt today, you know, just to make it, you know. It's crazy. That's what you want. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? You want that real, that guy that's just ripping through everybody and, you know, creating, you know, terror on his own. Not no gag orders, not people bullshitting about it. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, it's real. Yeah, it's real. It, it's it's going to be interesting to see how, how other fighters, you could see how they reacted on the night of the fight. See how other fighters react afterwards, depending what happens with Khabib. There is a there is a great point that you made, Ray. That aside from that, you're seeing how the UFC they did tilt it in Connor's favor. They, that he was able to commit a crime in Brooklyn. That he was able to what hold you, a glove. What that he was able are you to. What precedent you setting, Steve? What precedent are you setting? If you're a parent and you have one kid that robs a liquor store and you don't discipline him, what is the other kid gonna do? It, yeah, yeah. What, what does he do? I, mean, I don't even get it. I, I, I swear to God, I don't understand it. Are you amongst you know? the, some of the the folks who thought it should have been stopped in the second round when, when, no. when uh, there, there was a couple of people who thought it should be stopped no, then no, no. that uh, that maybe they let it go longer. But definitely the knee to the knee to the head and yeah, the down what about the point, that? grabbing the cage, grabbing the glove, not even me? a warning. Never Look, mind a point, but not there's a the there's a buddy of mine who his, his take and I and I agree with this a hundred percent. The really the worst thing about the what happened after the fight is that really Khabib didn't get his just do a standing there with the belt, and you know really getting you know what he should have been getting you know the applause of the crowd and all of that stuff and that that is that kind of sucks you know because now he's in a little bit of trouble but. Besides that, I just think you can't keep tormenting people. You know, well, it's, and, it's also it smells like. So I'm so now they're saying now they're saying Connor threw the first punch. Somebody said they sent me a video. Oh wow! I mean, this is a guy who's got to be on probation. Yeah, see, I disagree with that though. Like I said, if you, uh, I, I was saying that at the gym, if you don't belong in the cage and you end up in there. I'm thinking right, I'm right. getting attacked. I'm punching well, some random he, guy that jumps in there, too. But they're saying he jumped on top of the cage and hit the corner man. 
Yeah, but the the cornerman jumped up on top of that oh, too right. on the video and was yelling something at him. I don't know. I think they they need to. They're letting too many people in the ring, too close to the ring. I don't know. Maybe that solves the problem. They got to keep people further back. None of those guys. Think How about did they it. get up there? Yeah. Well, they, think about. They couldn't like, have been in that section. Look at a football game or a baseball game. You get that random idiot that runs out on the field. They get right. that guy out of there quick. They don't have. What was that boxing match? Was it Bo Galata? Yeah, Bo Bo yeah. Holyfield, I think. Was just everyone went crazy. Oh, oh that play. Oh, Bo Galata. That was sure. that Madison Square Garden. Uh, yeah, I thought you were talking about when the guy came in on the hang glider. Oh yeah, the guy, the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> guy just came in one of parachute crazy stuff. Before. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, but those Tyson, riots are Tyson scary. Tyson bit a guy's piece of his ear off in a fight. Does right. this compare to that? But at these other so. sports, I, mean, I, I don't think this. I compares agree with to Khabib. That. Like, why are we talking about me jumping over the the octagon fence? I mean, I do believe in his head. He's fucking confused because he's, well, been, he's the a video, victim. He's yelling he's a, at he's a goddamn Dennis, victim. This and guy. Dennis goes like this. Yeah. I mean, you, you if you see the video, yeah. that's there's a video that's kind of shot overhead at an angle, and you see Khabib throw his his mouth uh, piece and say something to Dennis, and Dennis does the come on yeah. gesture, come on, and uh, and then it seems that Dennis is going after someone else, and Khabib, that's when Khabib sees that and jumps over the cage, but it's um. It's it's a it's a valid point. It doesn't mean what Khabib did is right. No, However, no, the, the that, weight yeah. that is placed on it right, is exactly like why are we not talking about the bus can... incident? Why are we not talking about him attacking the ref in the Bellator? Why why are we talking about me jumping over the cage? Yeah. I, I I I can't disagree with the guy. I think I think that guy's a simple logical dude. He talks like that even when he talks about fighting. He's not, you know, he's pretty practical, man. And he doesn't get it. Steve, do you see this as helping or hurting the fan base growth um, as we've been talking about? I think or that think the growth has been stagnant. I think that I, th I think that the Connor definitely brings more eyeballs because it's what's on ESPN. I think that it's it's what makes TMZ and that kind of stuff. So more eyeballs come on it. I think that the people who will say, "You see, this cage fighting is just a bunch of animals." They thought that anyway. Yeah, uh, right. They were they, they. I don't think you you gain or lose fans because of this. I think that the UFC's problem, and they're they're being extremely myopic about this, very very short sighted about it, is that within the organization, their fighters like fighting for them less and less, and uh, and that is Bellator's. You know, Bellator is is the winner of this because they're they're showing against Coker. We we joked the other day that Coker did the Kermit the Frog drinking tea mm -hmm. meme, um, and then today Bellator tweeted uh, tweeted out a, a picture of of Dylan Dennis. This is finishing someone in like a leg lock or something, and say, look, this is what it looks like when Dylan fights in a sanctioned fight. You know, this kind of thing where Bellator is playing on this. They're playing mm -hmm. on on this kind of stuff. I think that it's it's ugly, but for me, it's more the fighters are going to see Connor did this from A to Z. This guy jumps the fence and something we can all understand if they attacked our religion, our family, our, you know, deep family issue, whatever it is. Um, and that's what they're, everyone's focused on. And somehow um, Connor's somehow the martyr here. Somehow mm -hmm. Connor ends up still clean. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's for the body. other fighters. It's like, wait, what? Yeah, and I'm going to say that that could be the potential undoing of this thing because that's exactly in it. business, you have to keep everything fair as you can. You can't have one guy with one set of rules, another guy with another set of rules. That shit's just 
eventually will take you down. When you consistency is key to me with that, and then just not consistent. You I attack think... the bus, and 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 the head of the company says, "Well, you know, you know, this is he he's coming to defend his friend, and this is how these guys work. I mean, these guys are all about that unity and friendship." But when Khabib does something, it's I'm disgusted. Right. Fighters are taking note of that. The, yeah. the, 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 you, you walked in here, Ray, and said, it turns out that real estate agent isn't bad. Yeah. And that's, that's who's taking note of this, the, the, the guy who's being mocked, the guy who's, he, who was on that bus. Uh, he's taking note of it. Wait a second. We're there. We're fighting. We're fighting for we're, – we're showing 10 times the heart for a fraction of the money. Yeah, we're, and, we're the and fighters. I gotta tell you, Steve. There were UFC employees on that bus that were fucking terrified. That's Absolutely. what I was fucking terrified. Were you on it? No. Yeah. Uh, you know what's funny? Because the bus. If that fight wasn't in Brooklyn, I would have been on the bus. But because <laughs> it was in Brooklyn, I didn't go because it was. I was so wondering close. if you were there. Yeah. 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 So, uh, but, so what do you do? What what punishment did the UFC let? He attacked your employees. He what, signed. What? What punishment? In this occasion, he signed the most lucrative deal yeah. any fighters ever had. I, I'm just saying, it's right. both in contract a... and in marketing. So, yeah, I don't know. Really <laughs> so that was the good that, luck. That, that, that'll show him. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think <laughs> fixed him. As bad as it is, I think that that helps the fan base. Yeah, because you know what has a bigger I'm, fan base yeah, than the yeah, UFC. I, I agree. The I, WWE. Yeah, unfortunately, we're stuff. living in a society where this. So they get like a real WWE. Yeah, and I, I bet Khabib might be a bigger star after this. Now he's going to be the heel, even though he doesn't want to be. You know, oh. I think they were yeah, hating well, him. Loved, oh, he, he'll him. be the guy you love, love to boo. Yeah, he's going to be the guy that everybody loves to hate well, now. Yeah, that's unbelievable. He's just the the Ivan Drago Russian now. Yeah, I must break you. So he could run with it. I don't know. That might bring him a bigger star now. You know, I don't know. He probably made enough money off of this fight for him that he could live forever. I would think. Yeah, it seems pretty simple. I think any know. money they withhold, he's gonna get from his people anyway. Yeah. <laughs> for representing. Well, he got a phone call Chechnya from President and... Putin. Yeah, I think that was funny. That that was the, the, the picture, the picture with him and Putin. I got a call from Putin. <laughs> You know, I don't even know what that means, but who I think they'll make up for any money he loses for showing uh, Russian yeah, I think, power. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that he'll be all right, and and let's, for him it does. Hopefully he'll get he'll get at least some of this uh, uh, paycheck, if not all of it, and it does set up uh, the next match will be tremendous. I would love to see him fight Tony Ferguson. I think that's a great matchup. I do him. too. You can't sell me on that fight. I love the fight, but what? This would be the fifth time it's supposed to happen. Oh, for that. Oh, right. Yeah. But it looks like Khabib's got his shit together with the weight now. Yeah. He's made a couple Ferguson's of fights. The other guy was a freak, time, but just... he's a freak accident tripping over a wire. Yeah, he's got to do all his interviews via Skype now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm saying Ferguson is a nightmare for anybody at this point. No, I agree. I love you know. the fight. I just, I, I, don't that, know. I mean, I, I feel bad even for those guys because that fight was phenomenal. That was a fight of the night, and it probably got overshadowed a little bit with this, but that, that was still a great fight, Khabib and Ferguson. Everything got overshadowed, I think, yeah. How about Derek Lewis? Well, how about <laughs> Derek Lewis's hot balls? Yeah. <laughs> the poor guy couldn't even air his balls out in a, in a proper fashion. He got overshadowed. Yeah. You know. 
uh, I mean, that was the, the wait. Did you see Derek Lewis though? He wins the fight. He just takes his pants, pants off. Is he the first guy to take his pants off in case? <laughs> He's gotta be. I think, so. <laughs> I think the guy is absolutely awesome. <laughs> He's not bullshitting. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, last time he had to make a cockapoopy duty. That's why his stomach hurt. <laughs> you know, now, he, now his balls hurt. I mean, he really should go to like a gastro guy, like pretty quick. No, yeah. maybe something's going on down there that during the fights that we he's got to get checked out. He should be know. a comedian, man. Oh, he was it. he was priceless, man. Absolutely priceless. Look at him. Look at him. no shorts. <laughs> <laughs> I think they just. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> My balls was hot. Hey, this could be the best post-fight speech ever. <laughs> you don't want to get punched by that guy. No, thank you. <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm not that technical and all that. He will hit you so hard. Oh, this guy is He's fucking funny. priceless. Man. <laughs> yeah, do more cardio. <laughs> I mean, Rogan is Rogan's literally trying to hold it. Yeah. He, making the comedian laugh. Yeah, he says that every fight too. I gotta start doing more cardio. Oh, yeah, I swear, I've heard him say it like five fights. <laughs> this guy, this guy was unbelievable. That night. And that guy, he was getting, he was getting hammered, man. That guy could take a beat. Yeah. yeah, he was he was doing great. I, I mean, it the, the the idea of coming back from that is uh, not only tells you that he does have that that one punch power, but he's got what you were saying, Chris. That mindset, he's you got it or you don't. Yeah, he's I don't think it. I've ever seen him quit. I've seen him and he dead was in exhausted. Trouble. No, he was in trouble. He was bent over. Yeah, it looked like he was finished, but he's not going down. <laughs> <laughs> now he's got to have. A cement head, that guy. He got him with some big shots. This show is cruising. We're going to get to some feedback. Feedback at MMA and Beyond is at MMAandBeyond.com. And, of course, shout out to our sponsors on it. On it is a health and fitness juggernaut dedicated to delivering total human optimization to its vast customer base of athletes, thinkers, fitness gurus, and entrepreneurs. Make sure you check out onit.com slash Beyond to get our discount. If you already use Onnit products, why not jump in on our discount? You get 10% discount plus special deals if you check out onnit.com slash Beyond um, or just use promo code Beyond. When you check out, they have a little coupon code. Just type in Beyond and you'll get at least 10% off uh, when you do that. We'll go with uh, feedback. We'll start with... We'll start with one that uh, that we kind of hit on. Uh, G. Mori, he writes the dilemma. It says, seems the UFC put their money, time, effort into a guy who can't beat the current champ. Not even close. 
What do they do now? I think they do what they always do. They make more money trying to figure out how to market what just how happened. How to fool you into yeah, buying exactly. something else. Yeah, exactly. That's what they're going to do. <laughs> you know, it. look, it's all about the bottom line. And they might have put money into this guy, but, man, that money came back 50,000 times over. Yeah. So there's, they, they're not losing Literally with the billions. Guy. I mean, they didn't spend no money on a fucking tour this time. Where would they spend money promoting this fight? I didn't even see anything. Yeah, I don't think you they know? had so, to. I mean... They don't have to do anything, you know. Is I I get what you're saying, but um, that money, uh, that that's like investing in a dividend. What they did five years ago, and now that dividend is, man, that dividend is paying off. Man. <laughs> and and it's they're coming finding to maturation, the maturation. They're finding that that model is of rankings isn't as important as the ranking of. It's almost like your social rank matters more than your. Your competition rank, 100%. And, and they're and they're seeing that they're saying, oh, we can put these. They got away with with putting fighters together that that maybe would be a better matchup for him for their bigger stars, and and uh, and being cautious about. Well, I don't think they're going to get away with that at this point. Not for him. I, think, uh, I mean, I don't even I, know who they would give him at this point. That would be a guaranteed win. I don't. No think... guaranteed win. I think that I think that we're more likely to see a a Diaz fight than. That, unless he had some sort of rematch clause, but I, I don't see him wanting one. I see him saying he wants one, but I don't see him wanting one. I would love to see Conor McGregor fight Ally Quinta, um, but again, if he's going to take a more a more likely fight to be exciting for him with the possibility of him winning, he'd probably fight Diaz again. Yeah, him and Pettis would be good. Him and Pettis would be good. Yeah, yeah they got to do like the, the right thing to do is to give Ferguson a shot. I mean, he's. He has a great win streak. He keeps going. You know, I, I don't know. He he's the guy that has to get the shot for sure. Do you think that Khabib would would be able to control uh, Ferguson on the ground as 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 much as he was able to with with Connor? No, no, definitely not. You have a lot harder time. No, first of all, first of all, Ferguson is a wrestler. He's got some fucking crazy jujitsu. He'd have to watch out for something, and he takes a good beating. I don't think that's deterring him. And it's not zapping his endurance. He seems to be able to endure a lot of punishment and and really put some extreme pressure, pressure on yeah. it. And I got to tell you, like, even take this fight. So Ferguson did the same thing McGregor did. But in the third round, he was pushing forward, and he was uh, – that's a long night for Khabib then. Sure. You see, so there's I, – I think there's a lot of blueprints out on a lot of guys, but that – Ferguson, I think, is a nightmare because if he can't finish him on the floor, I think that guy could put pressure on you for another two or three rounds. And that's – I don't think that weight is easy. can't really easy take for, a round off with him. No, I don't think you could take a round off. No. I think I think Pettis tried to do it. He, he just couldn't – he just got stalked and, you know, kicked to the body, punched to the body, you know. But uh, no. Was it, was it Pettis himself who, who didn't want to continue or was it coach his coach that kind well, of... Well, I think Duke stopped the fight and, you know, he had a broken hand and, look, the other guy showed no signs of slowing down. He broke his right hand and that's the only weapon that really hurt the guy was his right hand. So, I think that was a... Uh, yeah, I think uh, you heard Duke ask him, you want me yeah. to stop it? And I don't think he responded and then they... Yeah, he, 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 he's not going to say, yeah, stop this. Yeah, hopefully Sometimes you don't get you caught on TV saying, yeah, stop it. <laughs> a verbal. I'm going to say if Pettis was ahead in that fight, you got one more round, take a shot with your left hand, disguise it, you know, throw elbows with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
but that was it looked like it was going to get worse i think that's where the you know it, it became a good stoppage for uh for Duke, you know that pace Ferguson sets would be really hard for Khabib. Look at these. Look at I mean, that's what I'm saying. He he gets it. He does a forward roll. <laughs> He's still swinging at the guy. Grabs his He's leg. For heel he, hook. The guy's awesome. I mean, the guy's. You know, I don't. I don't know. He's got something going on there. That's. I don't know that funny. he's tapping to neck crank. Yeah, he's not. He's not getting in that position. Yeah. But I say he goes to sleep anyway. You know. Right, these guys. Let me tell you something, man. These guys added out. You know, Pettis. Look, you gotta admire him. He held to his word. He went for it. He wanted a chaotic fight. Man, did he get a chaotic fight? And the fans got a great fight. And these guys really. That, that those are two guys that both took beatings and they kept going, man. It was a, a really great fight. Yeah, it was. I think I think any Ferguson fight's a chaotic fight. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you said, his pressure is unreal. He breaks guys at that. Yeah, no, his his pressure's relentless. Well, he doesn't stop. And he's getting hit, man. It's not like he's uh, he's getting out of there scot free. I mean. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Look at that. Those elbow. short elbows, yeah. I mean, look, he makes a lot of mistakes, but those mistakes sometimes work for him, man. So, you yeah. know, he's going to do what he's going to do. And right now it's working for him. He gets hit, takes one step back, and then he's back in. Yeah. So we'll we'll see what happens with Khabib and what, what, what the next uh, – what the next – a few days brings or a few weeks anyways and, and see if that gets sorted out it doesn't seem like Khabib took much damage no it's he a, was it like, take any he got hit it a seemed like he was fine a, yeah. he was ready he was for fine. round 5 with Dan I think, so I think Khabib, he's good think Khabib might be fighting at the guard <laughs> possible <laughs> Horace D'Angelo his subject is PEDs um, did you guys see what Tony Martin said? He believes 90% of the UFC fighters were on PD, PEDs before USADA. Uh, just curious what your thoughts are. I think he's 100% wrong. I think it's like 88%. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking horrible. Was, was yeah, that, I'll stoop to any level to so, get a laugh. So be, <laughs> before uh, before USADA, was that something that that you guys just – figured yeah you know some guys are on and some guys aren't is it just something that you that you understood was part of it or i think we i kind of took it as part of it like you know we just you know it's yeah. every sport yeah and, right i guess we just took it as and part you just of it. knew I don't know, doc what do you think about that yeah know. no i think that there were a great number of people who were on peds yeah speaking, of. Uh, <laughs> yeah, speaking, speaking of. of yeah yeah um the usada catch rate is about Overall, for all sports, is about ten percent. It's really meant more as a deterrent. Um, wait, still, still. Wow. Wait, what? Yeah. So wait, I thought that that that. Wait, I thought that Usada was like that's it that cleaned the sport, and then people some people are getting. I'm saying overall, not just this sport. I'm saying oh. across the board. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. So there's still ways. Is it like? Is it like a? computer and when antivirus software would come out like the same companies that would make the antivirus software would also make the viruses yeah something so you have like to that. keep updating like you have is to keep it something updating. like you're still you're is usada chasing at the same time new ways to get around them they're they're chasing new ways i think stanford university has a, a panel that runs 500 different types of drugs so there are more and more designer drugs there are shorter acting drugs that you know you can use that spike and peak 
So it's not just your... Necessity is the mother, mother of invention. invention. Yeah. Wow. The yeah. second there's a new car alarm, the second that car alarm comes out, there's some guy cracking how to break that. Yeah, you I know, mean, Victor Conti a long time ago yeah. said that the problem will always be there's more money in beating the test than there is making the test. So he said all the guys that can do that stuff to beat the test are over here collecting all the money while the guy's making it. You know, they're, they're not as good. There's more money in beating yeah. it. I mean, and, but there should be because it's like the IRS. You know, they got to pay those guys shit. So they're yeah. so fucking angry. <laughs> like when you're stealing money that they go, I mean, if you paid everybody in the IRS a million dollars, those they didn't give a shit either. Yeah. They're fucking they're miserable. And I get, you know, so I think the USADA, they're not killing it. So they got to really go after you. They got to have a, a real passion to catch you. I think that their whole thing is real questionable anymore. Look at the John Jones situation. The, yeah, there's another problem. The, it depends on who you are. You know, 15 months suspension, which it was supposed to be four years, right? Mm -hmm. We're closing on this show. Can't believe an hour went by already. Before we close, HBO, we were saying HBO is ending their, their uh, boxing uh, soon. Uh, but, but local Heather the Heat Hardy will actually have her rematch of their epic 2016 fight of the year with Shelly Shalito's Way Vincent. Uh, and that will actually be at, from Madison Square Garden. And it will be televised on HBO, so congratulations to them. Also, shout out to all the Law MMA fighters who have something going on. We're really excited, proud. We've got Bazooka, Dennis Bazooka, and James Gonzalez. Uh, I rolled with Jane Gonzalez the other day, Ray. Oh, uh, no, he's really good. Are you no, he's me? good. No, Gonzalez. Dude was is good. like, I'm trying. Chris, you were there watching. I'm, I'm trying my hardest, and this guy could have been. Checking, checking his text messages, emails. I think, like, he, well, was, I think he was checking. <laughs> he his was text like, messages. he was like Snapchatting. <laughs> I'm trying my hardest on somebody I outweigh by about thirty pounds, probably, and uh, it just levels to it's incredible. Uh, listen, also, I'm gonna tell you something. There's a funny story. Years ago, Matt was training for a fight, and his his old man was a fucking bull, as strong as an ox. Was a black belt under Henzo also, but he was. Rolling with Matt, I mean, rolling with Matt for the fight, and you could see his father was trying to do something. I forget what position they were in. His father is just trying, and I see Matt, he's reaching for the water bottle <laughs> under the ring rope. And he's as he's defending whatever it was, he's spraying the water, and his father doesn't even see what's going on because he's trying his hardest to pet the guy's. Grabbing the water bottle and fucking drinking it. He's just. Was priceless. Man. It, it's it's just it's so true. The so I say James was in. checking his text. He was <laughs> like you can. I could just tell. Like I know. I'm like <laughs> I'm like trying my hardest, and I can just tell this guy is not even thinking about this right now. But uh, congrats to or uh, looking forward to 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 seeing them. Of course, Hobbs and Gracie also on that card. October thirteenth. This is Long Island. This is for the Chael Sonnen versus. Uh, uh, Fedor. Is Fedor. Fedor, yeah. So that's it's big that's, stuff. That's gonna I be think a, big that's a pretty cool local card to have. Yeah, in yeah the, Long the Island. That's fantastic. Uh, last time I was at fights at Long Island was for the PFL. Before that, for that huge pop, as Chris tapped out uh, Gaslam. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. that was a, that was a good. What Long a Island huge fight. pop, right? That was, and of course, uh, combat at the Capital. We got Charlie Campbell, Justin the Kid, Adrian Del Rosero. Damian Nelson, Paula, our buddy Paula, our inspiration, and of course Michael Rivera as well. 
And uh, trucks fighting October 20th at the PFL in Washington, D.C. Great opportunity there for Eddie Truck Gordon. And, of course, Steam Rolla and Chris Weidman fighting November 4th at Madison Square Garden. Huge, huge fights uh, uh, happening November 16th in Victor Mizuki. She's uh, going at it. And, of course, uh, Austin. How great is Austin going to be? Sky's uh, the limit for that kid. That man. Kid's, I love that kid, man. That kid's incredible. Nah, he's really good. Absolutely what a, incredible. What a pleasure to work with and to just a nice kid with a great family and I hope he accomplishes whatever he wants to accomplish in this sport. He he's one of those dudes that, that you see what you were talking about before, the opposite of like that that quote, I forgot who you said it was, like that the the guy who's talking so much. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. Austin's like the opposite. Uh, Austin, Quiet he's a, kid. Austin's gonna be a killer. He's he's just I mean, he's Deadly. a first of all. He's he, I, we. I think we might have the biggest one fifty fivers at this. I mean, Dylan, Charlie, Austin. They're fifty five. They're huge, man. You gotta see some of these guys in the gym. I. I they're young kids. They're all like eighteen. Uh, Charlie know, will knock down a wall. Yeah, <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> That really needs psychiatric help. At this point. <laughs> I mean, I never. I mean, but he—he's just—he's—he's—he's uh, he's, he's funny, man. And is that... you, sparring is fighting to him. There's there's no such word as sparring. <laughs> it's just fights. But I just I go, dude. What what that? I don't even know if I could hit somebody. I like that that yeah, what he does just, to somebody. In there. Yeah. Is that something that uh is that official well, I hope it's not, I don't know if it's official, but we're hoping Ray Janelle on December fifteenth on the Milwaukee card. Oh, that would be that would be fantastic. And we we mentioned Austin Halleck December seventh. We did at Triumph the MSG Theater. Oh, man, uh, mentioned everyone else on there. I, and and again, shout Can out we, to to, to mention Camozzi's uh, well, fight, the Hammerstein Ballroom. I'm closing yeah. with Camozzi. I'm closing with Camozzi. Shout out to Weidman and Frivola. I know a lot of work they're putting into it. It's great to see Chris uh, this focused and this uh, in shape, uh, this far out of the fight. Looking forward to that. And, yeah, of course, Chris Camozzi, November 2nd, Hammerstein Ballroom. Who are you fighting, man? I'm fighting Myron Dennis. So it'll be nice for me. He's been talking a ton of shit for months now and uh, i was asking for that fight glory told me no at first i don't oh, know why no. you know he's ranked above me and uh we got it done so it'll be a good one how do you like how do you like so you've been you're in the ufc a few times yeah you uh you jumped to a couple of other organizations and i landed in glory they seem to be treating you well you're doing really well there how you you're one of the few guys who gets to see the different organizations you get to work with how's working with glory oh it's good yeah i like it kickboxing is a whole new challenge so completely different sport um so this last year that's all i've done is kickbox so it's it's been a fun challenge it's definitely different you know i had to change a lot of things and uh learn some new stuff and i feel like i'm getting the hang of it now and uh, it's been a lot of fun is it easier or more difficult to find good sparring uh we've got a ton of kickboxers at our gym so it's not too bad um you know, the MMA guys don't enjoy it sometimes. If my coach, if, if some of the kickboxers aren't there, my coach is like, listen, you're going to spar. You're not doing any takedowns or anything. Um, but no, I, I haven't had a problem finding sparring or anything yeah, like and that. And I think that's I think that's great for even the guys doing MMA just to isolate the kickboxing, to be comfortable where you're not comfortable. Yeah, exactly. You. So I think people, they should really embrace that, you know. But, uh, <laughs> it's hard I, to embrace Because I got to tell you, punched. if you're just a takedown guy, it's your worst nightmare. Yeah. Yeah, when you yeah. get a guy that's stuffing your takedowns, uh, then yeah. what do you do? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. It's good. It's a, I like the challenge. It was a little refreshing. I've done MMA so long. 
that uh, it kind of sparked my whole interest even more in combat sports. Feeling alive. It's good to feel alive. That's Chris Camozzi, November 2nd, Hammerstein Ballroom, also known as the Manhattan Center. That's for Glory Kickboxing. Ray Longo, you can reach at Ray Longo at MMA, and also you can hear him on the Anakin Florian podcast. Did you make any money with that? Did you you had a lot of money on the line? With well, them, I had didn't a, you? I had him I had Khabib in the third round. So I oh I so I, no, I so I made no I think I believe made I made money. money. I made money on you didn't go picking the correct thing, but but there was an extra bonus if I could pick the round. So I went with the third round. I don't know why I should have went with the fourth. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? But Anik got. Uh, Got a bloodstained shirt. Oh, out how of the good deal. was that? That's so cool. Like a heart. Yeah, it's so cool. He got I thought splattered. he had a zit bust on his back. Oh. I thought somebody <laughs> pat him on the back and just he had blood just all over blood, the back. Blood. Not yeah. sure whose, but uh, uh, but good on him, man. Lo- love seeing uh, that guy flourish, man. He just seems uh, he's like awesome. such a good. Did dude. you see the picture somebody put up of his notes? Yeah, ridiculous. Handwritten. I wonder. I wanted to ask because I'm a forever nerd. Like, do, yeah. does he does he get that in a printout and then he writes them so that he can remember them? You know, how some people are like that. I'm I'm curious if that's like his method that he rewrites notes that are given to him, or if he actually takes notes, handwriting themselves because that's how he makes a better uh, I cognitive he, I connection. I think he's taking notes himself. That's my guess. He's that guy. He, he always comes it. prepared. He's a professional, and that just took it to another level that might be my whole life i don't think i've written as much as he does for one fight i mean it was like caught on or top be of able caught. to read it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> less that but so check out you could also check out ray on the anakin florian podcast i'm steve maraboli one word dr sherry <laughs> I can't do it. Breaking it down, breaking it down <laughs> on iTunes. Uh, and of course, Kabozi's site is performancemma.com. You'll find all this information. What about the other site? Do you want to plug that or no? Which one? I don't know. Any other sites? <laughs> no. no, no. That's I all I got. I, I don't know what kind of sites if, he's got. If you listen on iTunes, all those links will be on our <laughs> I, our episode description. Also, give us a five-star rating on iTunes uh, so that other people can find our show. Thank you so much for listening. On it. Thank you. On it.com slash MMA Beyond. You're listening to MMA Beyond. We'll see you next time.